You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Detroit Nerdfighter Podcast. My name is Ian the Well-Informed, and I'm here with Phil the Philip Badger. Uh, no witty no witty opening comment today. No witty comment today? <laughs> no. I mean, it's the end of the end. <laughs> <laughs> it, and uh, pretty soon it will be the beginning, the beginning of the beginning uh, pretty soon, right? Yeah. I will be able to see clearly now. The rain is gone. <laughs> And you can see all obstacles in your way. I can see all obstacles in my way because <laughs> next episode will be in 2020. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, <laughs> so we have, um, we do not have a clever intro. No, no. No, no we don't. Um, Happens from time to time. That's that's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> you know what else is unfortunate? Um, I mean, there's lots of unfortunate um, topics that we could talk about, but I was I was uh, well, I was thinking we'd start with the unfortunateness that is uh, Fallout seventy six right now. Um, the, the the gift that never never starts giving. I mean. At this point, takes and takes the, and takes. I think the seventy six stands for like seventy six, at least seventy six plus bugs in it. <laughs> but I could be wrong. <laughs> I mean, seventy six bugs on it would be a good day for any anything made by Bethesda. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, Jim Sterling says that they're pathetic and. Friends of mine call them bug Thesda, but <laughs> either did he say pathetic or pathetic? Pathetic. Nice. <laughs> I did, I saw that video. I didn't have a chance to watch it. Um, but I, you know, so what? What's the new wrinkle in uh, Fallout that triggered the triggered this? I I don't want to. Um, Was it just more stuff that didn't work as advertised, or yeah, just. More stuff that this isn't advertised in the game. Um, I'm, did we talk about the bug that decreases a person's defense down to zero? No, no, we didn't. We didn't. Okay, so we'll talk but about that. That sounds pretty nasty. Fragile oh. must be Italian. <laughs> I. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I guess. But no, what happens is so if we if we give it a Italian sounding name, it turns a bug into a feature. It's not changing that's... to my name. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no. Um, <coughs> we're not changing it to Mario. We're not changing it to Luigi or any of the. Oh, not even Waluigi. Not Waluigi. Not Wario. I mean. 
I mean, at this point, we could probably call it Daisy because <laughs> if you get hit, that's what you'll be pushing. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Oh, that was that was good. Speaking of Fallout seventy six, I got an email the other day saying that their Nuka Dark Rum is now half off. So instead of being horribly overpriced, now it's just embarrassingly over, embarrassingly overpriced at forty dollars a bottle. Is that is that something you can buy in real life or it, it is something you can buy in real life. I did a tasting video with Nick Britsky of Nick Drinks and it tastes like sunscreen and sugar. <laughs> it's very coconutty and sweet and horrible rum. I, I don't want I don't think I want to hear the story about when you were licking sunscreen, but <laughs> uh, it tastes like sunscreen smells, how about that? <laughs> Fair enough. Um but it comes in a, you know, missile shaped bottle, which is mm. kinda cool, but you know, for forty dollars well, for $80 when it was initially released, you'd have to be dedicated or stupid to buy it. And now you just have to be, you know, slightly out of your mind to buy it. Oh, okay. Well, nice to see the bars again. If it lowered. dropped to like 25 I could see picking it up for the novelty. But even at $40, this, this rum is horribly overpriced. I'm not a fan of rum. I'm more... <laughs> I'm... And your show's canceled. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm more... I'm more about <laughs> on a good day scotch or or whiskey or even having an old fashioned, but <laughs> that's um, um I can I can only do hard ciders right now. I'm I'm I am really lightweight when it comes to alcohol. Uh I mean I am too, but um only one a one a day effects. <laughs> My gosh, that that if I started drinking one a, one drink a day, I would consider myself a lush. I, I'm just saying that one a day is mm. the most I can probably take. Yeah, I, I maybe drink like once a month, yeah. if that. And currently, I'm on medi- and some medication where I can't drink at all. So. So, I'll drink for you. <laughs> that would be great, Ian. That Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like, whenever we're talking about Fallout 76 <laughs> and how uh, <laughs> they have this new feature that when someone reloads a gun, uh, their defense goes down to zero. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. I'm sure from a from somebody but on the if, outside but, looking in. But if you're but if you're a really good shot, one one shot is all you need. You never have to reload your gun. Yeah, that's one in a million chance, though. <laughs> I'm just you know I don't think anybody's that good, but you never know. I mean that takes that takes away from the game and. One way or another. <laughs> yes. It's another way of saying that person is a glass cannon mm-hmm. or just a mm-hmm. glass pistol shooter or a glass uh, nuke or or glass or, uh, rocket launcher. Or if you're Angry Joe, you can call him Glass Joe. <laughs> 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 but, but. <laughs> That joke is too easy, uh, I guess. <laughs> uh, but no, like, 
I expect to see more bugs and for us to talk about those bugs later on. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still not not don't think I'm ever gonna actually try this game though. I mean you've wanted to go into game development. Um I did at a stage in my life. Not anymore. <laughs> I think it feels to me like it's a young person's game and not that young anymore. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Um, bringing people's defenses down to zero. Let's. Um, what talk. other things can we bring down to zero for folks? Um, um, did you hear about the article that said uh, that? Um, New regulations are in place for food stamps. Um, I haven't heard of anything lately. Um, I know, I know, you know, folks in charge of the food stamp program are trying to outcruel each other. So, um, but I haven't heard anything new lately. I mean, I think it was like not last. Sunday, but like the Sunday before article came out that there are new rules coming out and that like possibly around 700,000 people were going to be losing food stamps due to (laughs) those regulations. Yeah. And oh, and right before the holidays, too, because wasn't it about, you know, the folks who are on food stamps now have to have to work, even though I'm. Sure, majority are working in and mi- multiple minimum wage jobs. Yeah, that may be true, mm-hmm. but from from uh, and this is a promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, working um, um, details on a game called Home Sweet Homelessness mm-hmm. and um. A good amount of these people are people who live off of social security, who mm-hmm. have a physical disability. So they're un- where they so they've already been deemed unable to work. Yeah. Or unable to hold down a job or something to that effect. So now instead of having the money they need in order to uh survive um, survive what they have to do is make a choice between uh the food uh, between having a home and starving or not having a home <laughs> you know and i th- and i think it's important to be clear um folks on food stamps you know it's it's barely enough to get by it's not like folks are going to be buying steak and lobsters which i think a couple of years ago, we're actually banned from the food stamp program, you know, as if as if folks would would uh, spend that amount of money on if they are on food stamps to begin with. But, hey, I guess the cruelty is the point. So, I mean, there are some people, and I understand what they're getting at, that the uh, food stamp program is broken. <laughs> there are probably people who... Uh, a, 
not probably. There are people who um, use it to their advantage, even though they don't need it. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, every every government program, you know, has the capability of being abused. You know, and food stamps is certainly no exception. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say that it's not, um, but. I think the vast majority of folks, tr- are, the need is there, the need is real, and, you know, right. it's just, you know, some of these restrictions are just needlessly cruel. And, yeah, <laughs> a most of the people who use this program are people who need it, who exactly. have SSI or make... Uh, make less than a thousand dollars a year or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. There are some outliers, of course, because I mean goes like with autism or health insurance or any grant assistance program, there are loopholes to it. And mm-hmm. they it's hard to fix them, I understand. <laughs> um <laughs> But for the most part, this is this is going to be devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, um, should we go? I'll let you decide. Do we want to go into um, um, autism first, or do we want to talk about government? <laughs> um. You know, let's 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 go. Let's talk about autism first. And uh, what did you want to What did you want to say about that? Or what discussion did you want to have? I want. Um, I've done this. Uh, I've done this in panel form before, and I'll express it here. Um, what I wanted to talk about is a little bit about the. Um, like the misinformation that stems around autism and what as um um what as a society we mm-hmm. can do about it um uh, I want to ask first do you um have any questions for me um first Um, well, questions I have are kind of a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm a little concerned about, you know, knowing, you know, what, what questions I could ask that would, you know, not come across as, you know, ableist or, or could be, could be downright condescending. So, um, this is this is a this is the type of forum where I'm honestly a little uncomfortable to ask questions because I don't know what's appropriate to ask. I mean, I mean, it's here. It's fine. If you go off the rails, I can <laughs> bring it down to okay. a focus. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, one of <laughs> I can. Um. Uh, bring it a little down to earth, like. I mean, I myself like talking. Mm-hmm. I like having a back and forth conversation okay. with people. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I guess the the one thing I 
I don't that I'm not really clear on is, you know, a lot of us, you know, have an idea of what autism looks like um, to the outside, but how does it feel on the inside? Is what where where I'm unclear and you know, and I think I I lack some understanding. I mean, like one of the um. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind it's of a, a, it's kind of a wide, wide topic, I know, and kind of a wide question. It's not as wide as you think. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that's one of the biggest problems. It's, um, I, <laughs> um, one of the things I do is I listen to, uh, Cypress Hill, like, just because most people like that song, Insane in My Membrane. Mm-hmm insane in my brain right this because um one of the uh one of the big problems is under um um how people whether it be a person who's atypical or neurotypical um what makes them alike <laughs> mm-hmm. um it's about um we all have we all have, all have goals and aspirations in life, but it's mm, agreed. It, I mean, but it's uh, like Dave usually says. It's like a, it's like working geometry. You have the answer, but there's. Um, one person may do it one way, another person may do it another way. Mm-hmm. And when I try to solve a problem, I may um, do a uh, find that answer a different way than someone else. Mm-hmm. Like I generally, I um, like even for this show, I um, I tend to try to just go pure improv mm-hmm. and just have a small hey, have a list of topics that I want to talk about mm-hmm. and then if I I might uh, I might go one hey, one direction or another direction depending on where the podcast uh, is mm-hmm. going uh and that's basically true for say any podcast here but right. they may um uh, uh, <laughs> i'm a little lost of words sorry <laughs> so um you you're you the podcast as you run it is you as you like to do it it's a little more off the cuff and improvise with the set of with what you know we in the improv world would call a would call a prompt from you know sometimes from you know in an improv uh, scene from the audience um when for us a prompt from a you know set of topics we kind we kind of sort of want to get to um and you know we'll just how things depending on how things flow we'll determine whether or not we get to all of them most of them some of them or none of them um is that Kind of what you're trying to say, yeah. I mean, like one of, the, <laughs> like I've interviewed before, and like 
some of the reasons why I wouldn't get a job from that place, uh, I wouldn't get accepted, is because um, some of them would say that I uh, couldn't do things improv, that I had to have this huge sheet that shows me um, what I was going to say beforehand and it has to be down to the T. And it's kind of why I... And, that, and they would say that's why you, you... That's why they would say you wouldn't fit in at this job? Yeah, because uh, like people with autism, they say there is an absolute... Uh, um, um that there is an absolute uh an absolute unwillingness to change and that couldn't be more untrue i mean i i uh i mean i do like to give direction and it's mm-hmm. true to a point but yeah, I mean, and, you know, from my, from my vantage point, you know, there's certainly times when you want to have a, uh, you know, a full set of directions. Like if you're trying to, you know, you plug a location into your GPS of how you want to, of where you want to go, and then it gives you the steps to follow. And the thing about a GPS is, you know, if you miss a turn for whatever reason, it's capable of redirecting you. Yeah. It, and sometimes, I only put on the GPS just to, if I'm going to and from, play, um, if I'm not aware of where a place is, I'll mm-hmm. only leave the GPS on for where I don't know where I'm going mm-hmm. to. So, <laughs> so. And there's other times, you know, I'm coming back from an unfamiliar location and I just need my GPS to get me to the freeway. And once I get there, I'm I'm good. I'm golden. And I can shut it off at that point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's how we're kind of doing things the same. Mm-hmm. But for... Um, I mean, I know about seven different ways to get home from, you know, most major freeways. So, you know, depending on traffic and, you know, what happening with road construction, I'm capable of you know, adjusting my route accordingly. Yeah, but it's, so, hey, we're somewhat alike. I mean, mm-hmm. if only one of us would get into game development. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, but no, like, one of the things that I heard in a TED Talk was that, like, the average age for someone with autism is around 54. <laughs> and how um, the rate of, um, um, like, at which they're committing suicide is um, a 9 to 1. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Over any other um, minority <coughs> group. <laughs> So that, I mean, that's kind of depressing. That's really depressing mm-hmm. from <laughs> that's really depressing uh-huh. from my angle mm-hmm. because it's saying average. It's not. <laughs> it's saying probably anywhere between thirty eight and sixty five. Mm-hmm. If it's 
average. <laughs> right. But uh but uh but the one thing that smart could all about um people who are atypical is that they're generally very smart. They mm-hmm. um when they um get off the ground and start to get to work they're you know, among the yeah well and you, yeah and i think you know and i think navigating the world if you are um a you know atypical neurologically um i think that does show a great degree of intelligence um that i think would be an asset to to any organization um yeah it's it um I mean, I don't want to change the subject, but I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, well, was there was there anything else that you that you wanted to cover in in regards to autism? Um. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know a single person, whether it be high functioning, medium functioning, low functioning, that doesn't have a good IQ. That doesn't. Mm-hmm. He, that um isn't in- <laughs> doesn't eh, that has a good level of intelligence mm-hmm. it's just and i'm i'm not going to say who i'm talking to about this but there is someone out there that i want to direct this to um it's not it's not a good idea to um um have your kid live with you for the rest of his life because um things like that things like the statistics saying that um average life expectancy is 54 and um You've really got, as a parent, you really have to uh, put your best foot forward because uh, people, uh, people at HR and companies are really not going to, um, really aren't going to strive to, uh, um, do their best if they don't see like that family mm-hmm. or those people doing their very best. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how it <laughs> it's how it works. Um, but yeah, it's uh, most of what I want to say about that. Okay, <laughs> so you're ready for happier topic. <laughs> Do you have a happier topic? I mean, if it's a happier topic, it's <laughs> it's not on this list. <laughs> well, I mean happier topic in the sarcastic sense. Oh, okay. Um, so, yes, it is a topic on this list. <laughs> uh, um. Well, I know you. Uh, well, let you wanted to circle back to impeachment. So, I guess what do you what do you want to talk about there? 
Um, I I wanted to be a little less direct, but <laughs> um, watch, we already um, put it out there. We so. already okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I was watching. If we're going to talk impeachment, I was um, trying to, um, and this will be up on the title as well. But I was, I recall a movie. It's called uh, Parker. If you haven't seen it, go try to find it on YouTube. It should be like should cost a small amount of money. I'm not not sure, but. Anyway, the premise is that there's these um, uh, group that's like a part of a mob or a gang or something along those lines who um, like steal money, riches, and jewels Mm -hmm. as like – they're mercenaries basically. Right. Uh And so – they um they're successful and they get away in their getaway car and then one of them the protagonist um then doesn't get his money handed to him when the whole um when they're successful so then they take him outside and they um, "Quote unquote," kill him. <laughs> right. Except um, they don't. They don't check. They don't do a double tap, as we would say in Zombie Land. Yes, they don't do a. They don't do a Woody Harrelson. Exactly. Um, and it's not Woody Harrelson. It's uh, Jason Statham. Right. Okay. <laughs> so we did not get the wrong. Hey, we did not get the right bald guy. <laughs> 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 but anyway. He comes back, and the premise is he's going to take down the whole mob and become the mob leader all because of principle. <laughs> right, definitely. It's kind of like a, you sign the contract, you um, were supposed to award them money, and then you changed it on them. <laughs> It's never a good look. It's never a good look, no. And it's kind of like, it sounds a lot like the reason why this impeachment came to begin with, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some some mob guys, you know, tried to pull off a mob deal and, you know, or as some would say, it, it sounds some, I think some have described it as a drug deal, it they got busted for it and you know a couple months later here we are yeah but the mob deal in this case is about money um sent to a country that um that needed it to uh to hold off to hold off another country um i mean more or less that's that's not um i mean they did everything right within the contract, mm-hmm. but then someone else. But who, our guy decided he wanted to hijack it and keep he, the money, and unless he has done a little favor, that's a part of it. Uh-huh. I mean, he decided that he wasn't um, that this was his jurisdiction, even though it 
wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and he didn't go to the rules of the contract. No. And so they eventually did get the money. Mm-hmm. After they got caught, mind you. But this wasn't his. It wasn't was it his issue to control. No. Mm-mm. I mean, it's kind of like this movie. It's kind of like if, say, I. Uh, it's kind of like if a, a family member of mine decided they would keep information from me about someone's funeral. But then tell me, hey, could you do this to make sure that I tell you the information? Mm-hmm. And my family wouldn't do that because that be um, wrong. That would that would be wrong, or <laughs> and and they would never not tell me that there was a funeral going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. But because that be wrong as well. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, but. Uh, but yeah, no. If this were, if this were in the hands of Parker, we probably have a new administration, wouldn't we? You can only hope. <laughs> but I'm saying too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying too much for my own good. I'm going to get punished for this, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, we might, but yeah, it's around the holidays. Yeah, might as well might as well put it out there. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I only go bananas. I don't go for peaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, what else? Uh, so what uh, have you? What have you been playing on your new Switch, Ian? I am waiting for Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I've been playing a game called Bravely Default, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Which is actually... On 3DS. On 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a charming game. A I've... different RPG than what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've played it. I think I've gotten maybe 25 hours into it in the past, which I think is not very far at all. <laughs> Um, I did like it, but I think at a certain point I just had trouble keeping keeping going, and I went to something else, and now I don't remember a, a thing about it. Mm. From what I've seen of it, it's it's a charming game. Mm-hmm. I like it quite a bit, especially um as um. Especially the backgrounds and the aesthetics mm-hmm. of it. It's considerably different. Like oh, one uh one town is like two and a half D where you can go from point A to point B along mm-hmm. a straight path, but then there are steps that you can go down right. and uh, things like that. Yeah, and, I vaguely remember that. Um but it, uh, 
the story is kind of a typical RPG of its time. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and really more of a love of, of a bygone time back to the original Final Fantasy days where you're trying to restore light to f- about four different crystals, if I recall right. Correct. <laughs> I thought so. And even even the arch- character archetypes you can play as are reminiscent of Final Fantasy. You can tell the game is very inspired by Final Fantasy. Yeah, having... Especially like, uh, especially Final Fantasy Seven. Like mm-hmm. they have a, they have characters named Kate Sith. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never played Final Fantasy Seven. Oh. I've only seen um, well, Mission Abridged. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, uh, well, there's a remake coming for that next year. Yes, Bravely Default Two. I heard about. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that too. And there's a Final Fantasy VII remake coming for PlayStation Four next year. Yeah, uh, I've seen gameplay of mm-hmm. it. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Reminds me a lot of Final Fantasy Fifteen, actually, from what what I've been able to see of it. Yeah, and the Buster Blade. Exactly. Um, uh-huh. Not the Buster Blade, the Buster Sword. Buster Sword, yep. Yeah. As if they're trying to call back to Mega Man. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all these references. But then the game that I really want to... Um, want to get my hands on that's coming in 2020 is uh no more heroes <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah they're doing a third they're doing number three finally aren't they yeah yeah i saw i saw the trailer for that it's it's bizarre it's i was like did you play either the first two on no more heroes i've played both of those oh nice those, no i Love those type of games mm-hmm. with blood and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's nice. it's right it's right up my alley. <laughs> um wanna get back in um want to get into Astral Chain things like that. Oh yeah, you'll definitely enjoy that. <laughs> um another uh, another game for a couple other games for Switch I think you, you should check out. Um you uh have you heard of one called Gato Robato? Yes, I've heard of that. <laughs> um, and for what that what that one is is um, for those of you who don't know, um, you're playing a cat who has somehow able to pilot a giant mech, and it's a Metroidvania style game. Um, but your cat can get in and out of the mech, um, Blaster Master style, and explore. Um, when there's a need, Master Blaster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did um, I say Master Blaster? I meant Blaster Master. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Blaster Master. Yes. Hey, we we can transition to a Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> <laughs> I do not mind. <laughs> Speaking of Blaster Master, um, there's Blaster Master Zero and uh, Blaster Master Zero Two, also for Switch. Um, you should check out if you get a moment. Yeah, I, I. There's quite a lot of good stuff on the Switch, especially in the indie space. Um, that that scene is really, really flourishing on the Switch, and, and I 
Yeah. I hear that the first Master Blaster game on the Switch is a lot easier than uh, the original. <laughs> um, well, I haven't actually spent any time with it. Um, I checked it out a little bit, but um, you know, my my backlog is just growing and growing, and I don't know when I'll get to it. I, but it's there. In terms of virtual games, I'm more um i'm more inclined to play um river city girls oh i have heard of it i've not tried it i don't know much about it um it's did, a, did remember i did try river city ransom way 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 back in the day um the thing um oh, the thing about river city girls is that uh a lot of the voice actors are um from YouTube content creators. Interesting. So I want to say Jacksepticeye is in it. I may be I getting that wrong. I won't know one way or the other um, if you got it wrong or not. I will have to check. I will have to check that sometime <laughs> next year to see if it's true or not. Um, I know that a lot of the uh, voiceover actors are YouTubers. I'm just not certain who. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh, what about Shovel Knight? Have you tried that one before? Have you tried it on any other platforms? I have played it on the uh, Wii U. Oh, okay. So I like that game. It's uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I I traded up to the Switch version on that, and I'm I'm enjoying it. It feels a little bit easier on the Switch, actually. So, I, I can't get into the other campaigns. I there is Shovel Knight, and then there's the other characters. Um, I, Plague Knight, uh, Scepter Knight, and uh, now they they just they just finally released a new campaign for King Knight. <laughs> um. I do want to give all those a try, another try again. And, um, uh, and, uh, King Knight, the, <laughs> I always laugh at that name. That, that name is amazing. It reminds <laughs> me of that old square, uh, square game back in the, back on the NES. And that was harder than, way harder than it needed to be. And what game is that? King's Knight. King, I've, haven't heard of that game. Yep. Um you you played uh you had four different characters that you switched um between to accomplish certain things. It's it's played like a shoot 'em up. Um the- looks like a shoot 'em up. Um it's very weird. It's very very hard and it's, it's somewhat obtuse if you I think there's an angry video game nerd video about it and how obtuse it is. Um I'll have to look that up. Yeah, they did make a new mobile version of it to coincide with Final Fantasy 15. I'm not sure if it's still out in the app stores or not, but... Hopefully it's nothing like um, Mario Kart Tour. Yeah, I don't think it was that bad, but I remember I hit a wall with it and I kind of was ready to move on. (laughs) Because I wasn't willing to pay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll probably have to look that up. 
see how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the last game for Switch, I think you should uh, check out when you get a chance. Is called The Messenger. Um, have you you've uh, played Ninja Gaiden before, right? I have played the original. Yeah, um, reminds me a lot of um, Ninja Gaiden. And including the difficulty, but uh, I've I've had a lot of fun with it. So check it out if you get a chance. Is it's more like Ninja Gaiden and not like Paperboy? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. Because Paperboy is sort of a messenger. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Let me see. Um, Plenty other Switch games I could recommend, but I think for now I'll I'll stop there and. uh, um, should have uh should have plenty to uh, check out when you when you have time. Uh huh. Yes. Um, those sound like good games. Um, <laughs> I will have to look them up. Um, but, um, let's see. Um, like some my games that I would recommend are. Super Mario Maker 2, they just came out with, um, we had the, talked the, about it before with, about the, with the Zelda patch. The Zelda patch. Um, I came to find out the bombs can walk. Really? <laughs> yes. I don't know how, but. Video games, y'all. Video games. <laughs> they can walk in one direction. I'm not. Talking about the band. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, that's all we have. Do we want to do any more um, oranges and peach jokes? <laughs> uh, no, I think I think this is a good spot to leave leave it for the year here. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. It's always, always good to have this. Um, <laughs> always, um, always happy to be here. To um, and I, I just have one question. Like, and I asked this last year. Uh, what do you like about this podcast? <laughs> um, well, we we've you know it's an opportunity to uh, to discuss um, you know things that are going on. Um, you know, um, it's good to get out a little bit of the echo chamber. That's my house, um, and uh, get some different perspectives on on things that are going on, and you know, and also things I might not have might not be on my radar that I should be paying attention to. So. Um, yeah, and I would say the same thing. I want to get out of the echo chamber that is my place and, yeah, just um, talk about stuff I love to do and learn more. Mm-hmm. And um, and I like seeing where Randy's going to insert the Waluigi drop. Um <laughs> We could have had it once every five minutes today, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, we talked about impeachment. That was, I mean, I mean, I think if we, um, 
inserted Waluigi for president, we would be. Um, <laughs> I don't see how Waluigi could be worse. I don't see how he could be worse. He seems purely functional mm-hmm. and placed. Um, um, <coughs> is um, um, I should say. Um, very covert about what he does. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he'd probably actually be pretty good, but <laughs> better than Luigi. <laughs> but, or Wario. Or Wario. <laughs> Wario is all about the greed, though. Oh, yes. Uh huh. Yes. But, but no, um, as always, I, um, that's all I have. But, all right. Well, I guess we will see you all next year. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for interrupting us. <laughs> all right. But yeah. Um, but yeah, like, where can we find you, Phil? Um, <coughs> sorry. Trying to bury this cough in the backyard. That's where you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you're. I. That's your um, that's your message to us, right? <laughs> Bury your coughs in the backyard. That's Bury right. Bury your coughs in the backyard, and um, don't forget to be awesome. Don't forget to be awesome, and you can find me at uh, informed.com, inform with an A. Um, yeah, uh, DFTBA, Waluigi time. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Have a new. Happy New Year. <laughs>